Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Surviving a Journey. It's Jerrica Siobhan, your host. And it just feels good to say that again. It really does. This is the third podcast. What? <laughs> it really is. And I know it's, I'm on a high. Like, I know this is still fresh, so that's why I'm still excited. But I feel like I'm going to always be excited to come to you and say, welcome to Surviving the Journey. Welcome. And to anyone that is new to Surviving the Journey, this podcast is about our life, our life journey, where we have overcome a lot of things in our life that have came our way, that is still coming our way, and still we know with faith that we will survive it. So that's why I call y'all guys survivors because we are definitely survivors and rejoice and be glad in it because <laughs> God brought us through. I read something earlier today and I want to read this to you guys because you know I like to open up with things of love before I start with the podcast. This says, when a prayer becomes your habit, Miracles become your lifestyle. Mm. I'm going to read that again. When a prayer becomes your habit, miracles become your lifestyle. Mm. Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, I got chills. Like, I just, I felt that. I know that was a blessing. Was that a blessing for all you guys? I pray that it was. It it was definitely a blessing for me when I read that matter of fact I I read that off a prayer app if anyone knows what prayables is it prayables I think it's prayables it's an app called prayables and you can check out that app you can um, post prayers on there it's really kind of like Facebook but you're posting prayers you're posting prayers or any type of devotion and you know That's basically what it is. Yes. And also, I would love to just thank you guys for being with me, for hanging with me, for listening to me, for giving me feedback to the ones that I am uh, close with, you know, so anyone that I haven't even um, known like that, they have sent me feedback. They have um, been, you know showing me love like I'm just so amazed I was like what (laughs) with all that nervousness I was going through people was showing me love that that helped me a lot to just be like wow this is great I had got shown some love so I want to show some love back and thank the people out there that had given me feedback my friends my family even the listeners out there people that are fellow podcasters that I would like to just shout out Wilder Newswell Talk Show and Mo he's a podcaster also on here on anchor.fm and I, I love his podcast he um speaks about sports and you don't even gotta be a sports fan he speaks about sports and in life and just everything just a whole lot of messages in his podcast and it flows so wonderful. And I was like, this man is awesome. So I love his podcast. So, 
hey, if you want to check out his podcast, Wild and News Well Talk Show, and Mo, <laughs> go check him out. And also, another podcaster, it's called Everyday Black History Afro Appreciation. And when I saw that, I was like, what? Everyday Black History? Every day? Not just the month? Every day? This is wonderful. So I was like, yeah, I want to know. Educate me. So, <laughs> you know, he speaks about a lot, about a lot of black history that I haven't even read in the history books. And I thought that was just a wonderful thing. And yeah, so y'all check them out. And I'll be checking out some more people, you know, just, you know, the more that I've have listened to other podcasts and been doing this. I'm starting to really recognize the importance of podcasting because I notice a lot. There are a lot of podcasts out there. There really are so many about everything. Finance, music, history. I mean, wow. And, you know, <laughs> me, you know, I'm, I was speaking about life and survival and stuff like that. Let's not, you know, let's not forget about that category you know, right there. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm starting to really learn that podcasting is bigger than us. It really is. We are putting messages out there, information, you know, to be educated, to have the access of learning, tapping in deeper in your minds about things you never knew before. You really learn about yourself and other people. And it's just, I think that's a wonderful thing. I think that's a blessing. So to all the podcasters out there and people that would like to podcast, that you really, really focus on what God has you to do, whether it be podcasting or not. But it really taught me that whatever that you do, you really do it with your mindset on doing the right thing in your heart in the right direction. Yes. And I'm just like, this is great. So I'm happy. Okay, I'm happy. I'm full of joy. So, talk about today. I'm going to say, I'll be honest, it was something that I really wasn't really sure of being uh, completely open about. And that has a lot to do, again, with something else with podcasting. That you have to be so honest. You have to be honest. For someone to really know the truth about things, you have to be 100%. People have to hear your sincerity. And to know that not only that you're speaking facts or you're speaking, you know, it ain't about just speaking knowledge and facts. It's about letting someone know that I'm telling you this because... Not because I think I know everything. It's because I care. So this is a wonderful thing. Hey, I'm glad you're still with me. Surviving the Journey will be right back. Welcome back. As I was saying, I want to share something with you all. And I read this Bible verse. And... It really spoke to me. 
it spoke to me because it 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 really a lot of it's a lot of things that happened today and um I was praying and I it was like confirmation and um before I read the scripture I just want to let anyone know that I do understand that people have their own different beliefs and some don't believe and I just want to again let you know that no matter you're you're welcome here you're loved you're welcome and you're loved so feel free to continue to listen because I'm not I'm not walking in the spirit of offense so I'm going to read the scripture and it said and Peter answered him and said Lord if it be thou bid come unto thee underwater Matthew 14 and 28. It was about when God had asked Peter to walk on the water. And Peter, he obeyed. He obeyed God and he Even though that's is <laughs> something that we would not even think of, like walk on water. How can you walk on water? But he did it, and even even still, he was scared. The moment he took his eyes off Jesus, he almost sunk in the water. But Jesus. Jesus caught him and that that's me that to me is just amazing because that was confirmation for me I know that we go through a lot of things we're very unique we're different but I know someone actually gets it about you know recognizing that the the struggle and the pain and and we empathize you know that's the compassion that God has given us and um so I just want to speak on that I've mentioned before that I have been depressed I have been depressed since I, well, I struggled with depression when I was 11. And it, as uh, time it went on, as I became a teenager, it had got worse. It got so bad that I had got sick. And I couldn't go to school. And I remember that day where they, um, the doctors had asked me questions and asked me what was I going through to be so sick because I wasn't sleeping. Uh, it was just a lot. And I finally told them that I was depressed. I the, the, the thoughts that I was having 
the things that I was um doing to myself and it was just so many emotions going on at the time it was so many emotions where I was um relieved that I finally was getting some help and then I was embarrassed because I didn't want anyone to know what I was going through and I didn't want to sound and look like a crazy person and angry because you know my mother was right there and I thought these were things she should have already knew <laughs> you know at least you know and um well you know as parents I'm not a parent but now I, I, I understand as a parent a lot of things sometimes they just don't catch it and that does not make your parents uh, doesn't mean that their parents don't love you and they don't try it's just that sometimes they may miss it and that doesn't make it their fault it's just that they're still human too and I understand that now I understood it as time went on too but at that time I was so angry I was so angry but I recognized that my mom was there every step of the way she was there she was there she wanted me to get all the help that I needed if I didn't if she didn't know before she knows now and she wants to be there so I'm, I'm thankful to God for my mom supporting and loving and trying to be understanding of what I was going through but um yeah so at that point um I had to go see a lot of therapists they had me on all these different pills um I just <laughs> it's just I mean I'm not laughing like it's funny but it's just I'm just like uh looking back on it you know like wow and um also I remember I remember her telling me that she said that she knew something was wrong because I was always in the dark it's just something about when I say that It was just something about when I just said that just now that just gave me, um, I don't know, it just did something to me because, wow, it just took me there to that I really was in the dark. I really was in the dark and to be delivered from that, to be delivered from that, I'm sorry. I thought, oh, Lord, be with me. To be delivered from that, I know you wouldn't, God. Um, thank you, God. And so she said, you were always in the dark. And she's like, I always was wondering why you was always in the dark. She said, but you kept carrying yourself with, with light because you were still joking around and you would laugh, but... You always go in there in your room and be in that darkness, in the dark. 
and um she said now she know that's what that was what i was going through now that she 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 knows now and she's gonna be here and like i said she was so throughout all that as a teenager and through my 20s I mean, I will tell you with my depression, it wasn't always a dark day every day. You know, there's highs and lows and times where I felt better than times I feel bad again. And it just, it just felt like a, a roller coaster. Like, when is this going to stop? You know, when I'm going to have a day where I'm just, I just know that I'm definitely all right. You know, I know God is has always will always be here, but when it's just, just I I don't want to be de- you know it it was like that like I don't want to be depressed anymore I don't want to have to go through this and for, you know I don't want to go through this for the rest of my life and um so here I am now thirty about to be thirty one in June and so through my teenage years all the way up to now I had to be on they had put me on disability and um you know I gotta tell you um that disability felt like it wasn't just the depression that felt like prison being on that disability, it felt like, yeah, if it, it felt like a prison too, way more than a depression. Hey, I want to thank you for still being with me. Surviving the journey will be right back. Hi, I'm sorry. I got really emotional. Um... When I say the disability check felt more like a prison than the depression, now I want to be, I want to make this very clear. I'm still blessed. I'm still blessed for what that check gave me through God because I didn't have any income. There were times where I was afraid to leave the house there were times where I was bound to that bed I was bound to that room I was bound I was bound I was bound and we you know we needed that we needed those benefits for me to to when I would not be afraid to get out to go see the doctor and the things that I needed so I thank God for that check I thank God for the time where I was going through that he provided for me, you know, not just with the check, but with support, love, you know, prayers. So, yes, I'm thankful for that check. And anyone that is, uh, that just happens to be on disability, you know, I don't know what it could be from, um, injury and, um, mental illness 
I don't know, you know? So I'm not in any way saying that it's a curse or anything like that or a nightmare or, or bad to be on a check. I'm not saying that at all. I don't want anyone to ever think that because that's, no, that's not what it was. But I'm speaking for me as time went on where I felt like, where I wanted to break out of that depression and it was like, I wanted to know, and I kept asking, I'm like, am I going to actually get better? Is this going to become me for the rest of my life? Is there any hope of getting better? That's how I felt when I really just was in doubt and really did not know. I just was like, what if I get sick again? What if, you know, what if I go back there? And it became a time where I I kept praying where, God, please, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. So I'm, I, and I thank God. I said, God, I thank you for blessing me when, um, when there was times where I was too afraid to leave the house and too afraid and you still, you know, bless me with financial income to have things that I needed and things that I wanted, you know, it it was a blessing. So no, I don't ever, when I thought about what I said, I don't want anyone to think that they're, um, living terribly because they get a check. Cause for some people, yes, it's truly needed. And it, it is a blessing to get it because some people are in worse conditions and not to say that they're worse as they're like, they're, they're living the worst lives. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying sometimes some things happen and God has provided for people to get assistance and get benefits. That is truly a blessing. I'm talking about, for me, um, I was praying and I was asking God, you know, as time has been going by and I'm looking back into right now as all the healing and delivering that I have, I'm sorry, that was uh, something that popped up on my phone. All the healing and delivering that God has been doing and moving in my life, you know, like I told you before, I praise God and said, I don't want to go back. And God, I thank you for what you've done for me and bless me with that disability check. And you know when the right time, God, when when it's time, <laughs> when it's time, you know. So as I had prayed about that, the very next day, my... My sister, we were talking and she, she gave me the mail and I saw that big, <laughs> I saw that big envelope that said, you know, social security. And I'm like, I just knew, I knew before I even opened it, it was like this, I was like, 
like a a panic like oh oh goodness oh I just knew it I just knew it before I even read it I knew it and it was saying that they needed to do a reveal to see if I was still disabled and uh you know if you don't get back by a certain time, they'll cut it off. So what they would need, they would need information to see if I was still disabled. And, uh, yeah. And if by whatever the information is, they will, uh, mm-hmm. they will decide if they wanted to cancel it. So... There it was. And (laughs) I ain't gonna lie to you. I was scared. I was like, wow, this is big, you know? And my sister, you know, my sister was like, you know, you have a decision to make. If this is what you want to do, do you want to continue getting this check? And... You know, um, I thought about it, you know, here I was like, wow, I'm not working, but you know, that was my only, I was, that was my only income. And I was thinking like, I just kept thinking I'm not working, but then I thought again, you, you know, and she, and my sister asked me, you know. You know, you've been praying. What did you pray for? And what I just told y'all, I was praying for strength. I was praying for more faith and and, and trusting in him and, and saying that, God, you know, I don't want to go back and I don't want to feel like I have to be living on this disability for the rest of my life. Because truth be told. He's healed me from that. I've I've gone out more than I have ever, ever. I'm telling you, for anyone that has known me, when I was depressed, I was in the house, in my room, in the dark. Scared to leave the house. Scared, not only scared to leave the house, I didn't like people looking at me. Because I was afraid that they were looking at me. <laughs> That's, you know, I was scared. I was, I was like, I don't want people to look at me. That was, I would literally say that. I would literally say that there were, there were times where I just really didn't do nothing. I was afraid to live. I was afraid to be seen. I want to keep myself hidden. And I'm telling you, I've been going to church. I've been, um, you know, I've done things that I have never done before. I've I've traveled out to Atlanta last year. I got on a plane. Um, you know, I, um, I'm ordained and certified as a chaplain, you know, 
and it's podcasting. I finally started doing this podcasting, something that I wasn't sure about doing, even though it, it just would never leave me of doing podcasting. This is what I'm doing now. And I want to continue doing <laughs> I love it. But it's just like, wow, you know? Does that sound disabled to you? <laughs> you know, in my mind, I'm like, that's disabled to you? So they want to decide if you're disabled. And then they won't cut off the check. So do you want to go in there and tell those people or doctors or whoever because you know this all is going to decide if they want to continue to put you on disability for this check I'm like look I'm not going to sell myself out for money because I mean really that's Again, I'm not speaking for anyone's situation, experience when it comes to this. I'm talking about me. It felt like me at that moment, if I, if I had to go sit in that doctor's office, knowing that all of that I have been healed from, delivered from where I have, I've come too far to get scared and to, and, and to reclaim that I am disabled, to declaim that I to reclaim that I'm still depressed, to to reclaim that I'm still going, you know. Yeah, there have been times I've had episodes. There have been times where I've had struggles. Yeah, we've all we've gone through that. But I cannot, I refuse. That's what made my decision so clear. I refuse to just sit there. If I had to, if I'm going to go to the doctor, I'll tell them the truth, the whole truth, the whole truth that I've been, I've been feeling, I've been better. Simple as that. So, I mean, I haven't gone to the doctor yet and I'm not really sure if I would because Basically, <laughs> I I don't know what really what to tell them. I can't tell them that I I I don't I don't feel depressed anymore. I feel that I'm healed and I'm delivered. So I'm not going to let. See, when I got scared and and doubted, when I got scared and and doubted. When I got scared and I doubted of that that moment of, you know, I panicked for a second, right? I panicked and I thank God because I didn't know at that moment, enemy, the enemy wanted me to be like, oh, you're not going to survive without that disability check. Or you, yeah, you might as well go on up in there and tell them all you need to tell them. So you can continue to get that disability check. You know, 
that's not of God. Mm-mm. I wasn't going to sit there and, and, and tell them. I wasn't going to reclaim any of that anymore. I was not going to speak that into my life anymore. I don't... <laughs> When I tell you, even as far as right now, when I tell you I am tired of having to tell people about, you know, I don't even know how to explain it, honestly. I just want to tell you, I'm just, I was just tired. That's why for the longest time, where I just, I'm, I'm, I'm tell you right now, I'm thankful for the therapists. I'm thankful for the doctors and I'm thankful for the medication that they, they had prescribed for me. But when I tell you that I am tired of taking those prescriptions, cause I know I don't need them no more. I know that I don't need them anymore. I don't need, I don't need it anymore. That's why when, when I thought about it, I said, this is God, this is it. You're stretching my faith. The trust in you. To trust in you. To not doubt you and trust in you and know that you will catch me. <laughs> to trust you to be Lord over my life, God, because Jesus, you, you know, you're not going to let me sink. So that disability check, you isn't, it's not, it's not my Lord. It blessed me, but it's not, it's not the Lord over my life. It's no. And yes, it's going to be out of my comfort zone, but to push and press through. And I just want to let anyone know that who can relate to this, that has that's going through a situation where they are feeling better. I want you to pray about it. I want you to really take your time with God and have discernment on what you want to do because I don't want you to just drop it. You know what I'm saying? To ask God to prepare you and to, uh, to be prepared, you know? I don't want you to just drop it. No, I don't want you to do that at all. Because if you need it, you need it. If God has placed that this is this in due time, you know, in due time. So if you need it, you need it. I don't care what nobody say. If you need it, you need it. But you ask God when you want to finally, you know, just. God, I don't think I need it anymore. But God, you know what I need. You're bigger, God. You know everything. You see everything. You know what is right. You know what I need, God. And I know that you will provide. 
and just place it in his hands. And you will know, and you will know for sure if you still need to check. But speaking for me, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, it's just not for me anymore. You know, and there'll be more for people that do need it. You know, that that season is over. And for anyone that, that out there that needed it, like I needed it, it's for them now. <laughs> it's for them now. And I don't say that in no terrible way. I'm saying that it's for them now. So that way they can have everything that they need, the doctors, the, the benefits, the the finances, all of these things, you know, and God bless them. And God bless people that are, uh, that have gone through depression and that is going through depression that they can break out of it and be delivered. Because I know if he delivered me, he would deliver you, you know, just keep holding on. And I said all of this to say that, um. I'm going to trust in God and that y'all can trust in him no matter what y'all going through, whatever that's going through in life, that, you know, Peter, Peter was obedient to walk out there and take a, and to, to, to get out there and walk on water. And even though he panicked that God Jesus assured him by catching him that, you know, he got him. Stay focused on me. I got you. Don't be afraid. You're not going to sink. I got you. Just stay focused on me. (laughs) What? Oh, goodness. Mm. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I want to say thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> I just feel, uh, ooh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. I just feel great right now. I just feel so good. Wow. Wow. The feeling that I'm feeling right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Um, thank you, Jesus. I love you guys. Um I'm so uh overwhelmed with uh I just God's love right now. His love. I wanna thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being supporters and um y'all have been great and i can't wait to talk to you guys again keep surviving keep knowing that yes you overcame before you are overcome again victorious (laughs) god bless bye Thank you for joining.
and being with me and surviving the journey.